0: you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, god damn it. Nobody take no cornbread from me. And that goes for you and any of you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me. It's going to be consequences and repercussions.
1: Yo, what up, what up, folks? I'm your boy Trey Frazier, and I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome. It's another edition of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And we're also streaming live on our YouTube page, our Twitter handle at Barbershop S P O R 2, when you can also catch this stream live on our Facebook page. And you can also follow us on our Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Another week, man. Uh, Super Bowl week, and uh, can't wait to get this thing jumping. What's what's good, man. How what's you feeling, fam? Cooler, man. Cooler, man. A Lot
0: going on, but you know, we you know that is what that is. Happy birthday, happy posthumous, post posthumous, posthumous. However the word of saying, but happy birthday to the legendary Jay Dilla uh rest in peace to the homie yeah yeah man to the one, one of my yep. favorite one of my favorite favorite producers uh i got him i didn't have him in my ear all day today he is currently in my ear as we we're recording um so yeah i definitely wanted to get that out the way man what's good with you
1: uh everything's good man uh you know living out here you know just uh trying to stay healthy man that's that's all i can uh, dig it That's all that I can uh, account for right now But um, speaking of shout outs um, Let me uh, Quickly and I was supposed to do this last Week but we had OJ Spivey on the podcast A couple weeks ago and he Talked about his nomination for um, The organization That um, does All the stuff in Philly the Mm -hmm. sports writing Stuff and he Won the award uh, Later that week so I wanted to congratulate oj spivey on that award and, and i'm and i'm sure he's gearing up for arizona since the eagles are you know in a super bowl and he's covering that so um props to you man um, yeah for good sure job and you know keep on keeping on bro that's that's some good stuff right there bstp family no, no doubt no doubt um so i guess shortly after we was on the pod last week the following day, um, Tom Brady puts out this video on IG, and I saw it on Twitter. And he announced that somebody to take his damn phone, timing. bro. Somebody to take his damn phone. I don't want to talk about that. Right. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about that. For now, it's me. no need. I'm
0: just. I'm just saying that <laughs> um, somebody to take his
1: damn phone. I don't want to talk about that. But but the the dude came out and said that he's done. I know a lot of folks are skeptic about his announcement of retiring given that he retired last season and what it took him 40 days to be like you know what i'm coming back and he came back for one year just to you know kind of be tear his family trash. up to be some trash tear his that family i look
0: i'm not gonna blame him i'm not gonna speak on the family stuff i don't know if that's if that was the the you know determining factor in what happened with him and his uh ex-wife but uh for certainly he was trash <laughs> he was trash this year on the field for certain
1: yeah and i, I i'll add to that the team was trash also that's a fact um but um but yeah i i i I believe him this time i don't think he came back just for that um and yeah i know they won the division but the division stunk this past season they were 8 and 9 and you know, like you and I talked about, you know, the Cowboys is going to go in there and romp him. And that's exactly what happened. Um, he, he doesn't want to come back to this stuff, man. I mean, he's 45. He's going to be 46 years old. He's going to, you know, enjoy himself. Yeah. Um, clearly he want to be a freaky white man. So go, go. Yeah. Tom Brady, just go away. Um, now, I heard that um, he's not going to do the Fox stuff right away. Uh, the broadcasting stuff. I think he's waiting a year to <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah. He too busy out here being an old freaky white man. So, uh,
0: look, I I don't I don't want to. I'm disturbed that. by that. I'm not going to hold you, bro. I, I was disturbed by it. I uh, didn't go looking uh, for it. I'm just scrolling my timeline, living my life, and there it is. I'm like, bro, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Uh I don't. I don't
1: want to talk about it. All right, I'm sorry, but all right. but but just to kind of you know, and and we don't need to go through all the accolades. We know what the numbers are. Um, we first know the accomplishments. It.
0: Best quarterback um, to ever do it on the field, as of right now,
1: as of yeah. And and some people think it's debatable. Um, some people still put Montana up at that number one spot. Um, oh, you you seen that? I've seen that. Yeah. That's i think crazy. The, I, I, but i but i i think the argument is is that he's undefeated in super bowls which is true but montana only been to four of them yeah i gotta brady, relax. Been, yeah. to, brady yeah, been to brady been to 10 of them yeah i gotta brady, relax brady been to 10 of them and won seven know? of
0: them like what a, so, like come on bro you gotta relax yeah yeah you gotta
1: so, relax yeah so um so they yeah. <laughs>
0: so so it sounds like they try to do the Jordan LeBron argument Jordan is
1: undefeated in all his uh... yeah but but I also heard I also heard this too and I hope I'm going to phrase this right um someone said that he's the most decorated quarterback in the history of the NFL because he played longer and he's got the numbers and he's you know got all the accomplishments and stuff like that um but some people said that he's still not the not the best quarterback, meaning um maybe from a skill set a skill set standpoint, he was never the best quarterback when it came to the skill set. And I had to sit back and think <laughs> about that. And I'm like, Okay, you're 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 talking about Aaron Rodgers, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes. If we're talking skill set, we're talking um most athletic quarterback. Yeah. Tom Brady was never an athletic quarterback. We get that, um, but to try to call him uh, uh, I, I guess the disrespectful term—is compiler. Um, That—that's just not right. That—that's just not Look, right, man. Um, I don't like
0: Brady. Let's be clear about it. As a football player, meaning you know he used to whoop up whoop the Steelers' ass. Yeah. I don't like Tom Brady, but like that's that's in my opinion that's an ass a nine argument. He don't throw the ball as well. And look, that's fine. It's like that's like saying the person with potential is better than
1: the person who actually did it. But some of that is true though. Like sure, I mean, we, but, we, can, we can knock we can knock it, you know what I mean? But some of that's when they talk about skill sets, some of that some of that is is true. But sure, but what does that have to do in the argument of him being the best quarterback ever? Um, where does that? Where does that I, I, weigh in where I think do, I, I think some people put that criteria over other criteria, sure. I, I but think, it, I think that's where I think that's where the I guess the debate comes in at. I can't see
0: a logical. I can't see a logical debate where you could say that somebody who for twenty years put up mm-hmm. those kinds of numbers for twenty years mm-hmm. isn't the best to ever do it because he isn't as skilled as somebody who hasn't put up the stats that he's put up. I can't fathom that respectfully. Um,
1: I can, I can, I can fathom it. I just don't agree with it. Um, I understand the points. I just, I just don't. I mean, you can't. The guys play twenty years. Like we're we're never gonna see this again. Like, and it's not like he played
0: twenty years and was trash. You know, just some guy for twenty years. He was a top probably. I mean, MVP candidate in his forties. MVP candidate outside of last year. Pretty much every year, he was at least a top fifteen quarterback. Pretty mm-hmm. much every single year, and even this past year, he was still top five in passing yards. Still, I mean, I, mean, I ain't gonna really put too much credence in that because no, having, sure, I get it. They yeah. had to throw a lot. The He's running game was terrible. Yeah, he had to
1: throw a lot, but still, um, when you when you look at the numbers, he still was sort of doing those kinds of things with the football. Um But. I, I can't I can't sit here and not acknowledge and just kind of like you I, I I don't like Tom Brady, um, you know. Next to the Steelers, the the Ravens' rival for a few years was the Patriots, and I couldn't stand the Patriots because of him. And you know we got him a couple times in the playoffs. So he also got us a couple times in the playoffs. But I I, I got to give the respect where it is. Um, twenty something years in the game with the numbers he's put up nobody i i don't know if that we're going to see that in at least in my lifetime i don't i don't know that we're going to see that like i know aaron rodgers is about to turn 40 this year but i don't know that aaron rodgers is going to play you know till he's 45 46 years old so um we're never going to see this again like this is um what tom brady has done is highly unprecedented and i don't Probably think it's going to happen that again, again.
0: Yeah, much like much like like, I mean, in some respects, you got to compare it to LeBron and NBA. Like you're not mm-hmm. going to see a dude play 20 years and be one of the best, mm-hmm. if not the best his entire
1: career. Like you're, yeah. you, you just don't see that. And even at this age, still kind of, you know, calling him an MV- like we're, people were still calling him MVP candidate. LeBron, I'm talking about oh, oh, even, oh, oh. At, even at even at 38 years old, yeah. folks still put him in that conversation and and, yeah. and like in and in, in a comparison to Brady in his 40s people yeah. put him in the MVP conversation. Yeah. Um yeah, he's he's um he's going to go down as as if not the greatest um w- one of the all-time greats. Got got to got to respect it. You, you just got to respect it. Like point, point blank period. You got to respect it. And if you don't
0: you you hate her. You just are and yeah. that's under, and that's fine too, because I don't like a Brady Neva, but you are a hater. I'm, I'm glad he's gone though. I ain't yeah, good riddance. Good I, I riddance. I just need going. shade room to not never cover that again.
1: See, I I was gonna say the fact that you knew who, who covered it. <laughs> I, I didn't all, understand all it. I, all I did was look. I, I'm scrolling through and I saw the picture and I'm like, ah, ah, I don't need to see that. Like I don't, ca- I don't care. I don't care. I don't care who posted it. I don't care who, you know, who he sent it to. I, I don't want to see that on my timeline. Yeah. Sorry. Nasty behavior. <laughs> nasty behavior. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. But you rich, man. Do what you want to do. Mm, yeah. Yeah. He can do what he do. He got his own time now. He can do what he want to do, bro. That's, you know, that's what retirement's all about. Uh, I hope to, you know, get to that point point one one of these days.
0: I don't want to get to the Super Bowl yet, bro. I want to talk about mm-hmm. Jason Williams or Jay Williams. Versus Stephen A. Smith. Oh, you want to get you want to get into that. Okay. I want to get straight okay. to it because okay. I I have I was in the uh, I was what well, you call it the edge of my seat. I was at the edge mm-hmm. of my seat mm-hmm. on watching this on Instagram
1: and YouTube. Like, oh my God, it's Bef- going. So before you do that, um, I, I don't want to forget we do have a guest coming on with us tonight in about five or ten minutes. So um, she covers the Colts for uh, ColtsWire at usatoday.com. Her name is Megan Hall. Actually, we were trying to get her on um, a few months earlier, but, uh, you know, some things happened and she couldn't make it on. But um, she's going to be coming on with us to kind of talk about um, also her new podcast that she's got coming out, which we've been invited to. And, you know, we we, we thank God for that. And we thank, you know, you know, the most high for the opportunities to do that with her. We thank her. Yeah, and, and absolutely most most definitely so um we're, we're gonna talk about that you know when she comes in but um yes Jay Williams and and Stephen A I didn't think that this was something you wanted to talk about but you know what? go ahead man I't I, I think I didn't think it was something you wanted to talk about but why not, go right man? ahead why not I um know. so I I watched it I, I I watched it live actually okay um and I just thought at the end of it okay. It's just two guys, and and now do I think that there's something more behind it? Right. Yeah, I do I'm think about to say something. this ain't just I two do, guys. I do I I do think there's something more behind it, but I guess for me it was like okay, we've kind of seen this before on on that platform. We we we've seen Terrell Owens coming there and. Tell Steven A that hey you you know Max Kellerman's more black than you are like we we have we, right, seen those thing. kind of things. That's one thing he gets. So so yeah right sure sure but but I for real I saw it. I was like oh this is getting juicy you know let's see how this play out and at the end of the day it's like all right, cool they 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 you know they talk they talk they you know they hash well I don't know if they you know really. Hashed everything out, but it was what it was. So, what's your what's your well, take on it? Over this this is messy. By the
0: way, let, let, let me be clear about it. this is this is all messiness. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, you know, Miss Kyrie being traded to Dallas, uh, I, you know, obviously they got to talk about it. And yep. um, I look, I don't, I, I didn't watch. I all I saw was the Instagram you saw the clip. I saw the Instagram clip. So I so okay. I don't I don't know at what point did Jay Williams get irritated? At what point did you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. I know right. that they were talking about Kyrie and uh and and Jay Williams pointed out what I've been saying since this whole Kyrie shit got started. Mm-hmm. This seems personal. It's either personal for why what, what I said was it's either personal like some vendetta he got against Kyrie or He's mm-hmm. realizing that when he talk about Kyrie, the hot you know the stats are good on him talking about Kyrie, so he jive, yeah. putting sauce on it to, you know, whatever.
1: Right. Right. But it's interesting to me because um like Jay Williams said, it's interesting to me. Yeah, that's what Stephen A had a problem with. He he told
0: me. But that. he don't got a problem with it. That's the thing. Like for me. <laughs> And, and by no stretch of the imagination, am I implying that Stephen, they a sucker or, 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 you know, no shit like right. that. I, I don't, I, right. That's not what I think. So I don't think he mm-hmm. was just doing it. I think he was doing it for TV, but I also think he was doing it to, ch- mm-hmm. to challenge Jay Williams because he, you know, whatever. Right. He felt right. like uh, he wasn't being... Um, Straightforward enough about how he felt about whatever you, whatever they were talking yeah. about mm-hmm. in, in reference. He to He wanted Kyrie's him to come situation. out and say it, but he did say it. He finds it interesting that mm-hmm. you be putting so much sauce on Kyrie Irving every time his name come up, and it's funny mm-hmm. to me because I watched Stephen A. somewhere. I think it was on Million Dollars Worth of Game. Yeah, um, I watched, I watched that saying, episode. Yep. where he was saying. I, well, correct me if it might have been this interview where he was saying. You know, well, I've had some conversations behind the scenes, and I've decided that I'm gonna try chill on Kyrie a little bit because, mm. and, and he had some inside conversations, and after having those conversations, he was going chill. Mm. I'm. A, it seems like, mm. and again, I didn't watch the whole thing. It seems like that maybe Stephen A turned up again. Like he ain't just deal with it like a regular, you know, a regular conversation. He put mm-hmm. sauce in the conversation again. And that's what right. made Jay Williams jump in and be like, bro, like, what is this? Why like what is this for real? Like you keep doing this. You've been yeah. doing this for however long you've been doing it. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, you could disagree with what he did. Your argument can be your argument. It's been right. your argument for however long it's been your argument. So you ain't got to keep putting that extra sauce on it every time this topic come up because we know you're going right. to say the same exact thing. Right, right. So why are you so intent with putting the extra sauce on it? I know he put sauce on, you know, that's that's why he's interesting on TV. You got to put a little a little yeah. bit of sauce on it to be interesting for the TV. But yeah. to Jay, Jay Williams' point, it seemed like he put in like a little... Mm -hmm. And it's been consistent for, what, two, three years now. Mm -hmm. So it's
1: like, bruh. And it kind of got to its peak with the whole vaccine thing with New York and, you know, and all that stuff. I think it kind of reached its peak during that time where, you know, Kyrie would miss some games and then the state of New York or the city of New York, for that matter, um, put this ban on people coming into the arena, not vaccinated and then that kind of thing um kind of went to a whole nother level but I'll tell you this one thing too because I think um and, and I've said this maybe a few months ago you and I talked about it um Kyrie Irvin with Kevin Durant on the Brooklyn Nets is an NBA finals contender uh, a championship contending team and we know that I think for a while for maybe about a year or two that People were hoping that it was going to be Nets-Lakers with LeBron and Westbrook and those guys and AD in the finals. Um, and, and and I think that because the Lakers aren't, you know, aren't so good right now and, and the Nets have this up and down where it's like, God, like we're just waiting for y'all to kind of, you know, put this thing together because we think y'all, you know, the best in the East. Like if y'all just, you know, stay consistent. Um, it could it could be that now it could be something personal, but I also think that having the Nets in the finals has some rewards on you the think, media side of it. You think Stephen A. is you are saying you think Stephen A.
0: numbers wise is incentivized to want Brooklyn to make the finals? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true. I I, I can't say. I, I I don't know how well Brooklyn as a team rates. And you know, as far as conversations on first take, or as far as right. you know, and, and obviously it's not just first take. There's other ways that uh, Brooklyn and the finals could affect. You know, they're obviously in New York, so you know, there's ways that it could affect um, yes. affect that show and that network, for the matters, for that matter. So I get it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it still feels like, and especially mm-hmm. if the conversation is, we really want Nets Lakers. Well, let's be right. honest. Right. We ain't got the Lakers going nowhere. Right. Or or Nets Warriors.
1: That's oh. the, that's a, that's a marquee Okay, Sure. 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 KV against big markets. his own team, yeah.
0: Obviously we want big markets and, and, and you know big basketball markets to make the finals that's more uh lucrative for everybody involved. I get it. Mm-hmm. It still to me feels like and it's funny because he get every interview he does, he has to answer the question. Why yep. you so hard on Kyrie? Why It's kind of like it's almost it's wow. It's almost yeah. like Skip Bayless and LeBron. It's but all no. Know,
1: he knows. Um, and he's he's mentioned this before. He knows. I think his dad's. Um, I don't know friends from you know back in the day, and um, I think I think Kyrie's dad's from the Bronx, and Stephen A's got some homeboys in the Bronx that yeah. kind of have mutual relationships and things like that. And um it, it, there could be something going on there, like within that, I guess, connection behind the scenes. I have I have absolutely no clue as to I why wish, he's been on this high of, you know, talking about Kyrie the way he's been talking about him.
0: But then but then mm-hmm. uh the co- the conversation between Jay and Stephen A, some things were said like some yeah. things were said like uh Jay said something like, something to the effect of, I got just as much say as you do. And Stephen yeah. A scoffed. <laughs> I doubt that seriously, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, kind of right. flexing his, I'm the man over here, I'm that nigga over here. Yeah, no, nah,
1: Jay flexes, yeah. Jay no, 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 flexing.
0: not Jay. Uh-huh. Stephen A was flexing that, I'm that nigga at ESPN. So right. you, could have, you could feel how you feel, and you yeah. feel like you got a say within this network and within what, what goes on. But at, yeah. the set, at the end of the day, Stephen A is ESPN. So if he say, hey, I ain't feeling cuz no more because what he's saying, I mean him ain't really vibrating. Let's be clear. Mm. He got Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman is at the He got you him up out of there. Yeah. He got him up out of there. He on the, yeah. on the on the on uh, the the lower totem pole of ESPN right now because him and Stephen A wasn't necessarily
1: mentioned.
0: Yeah. And that played it off real professional, but I mean, I think everybody could try to read the tea they leaves. Probably, yeah, they, they probably got a little
1: beef. Yeah,
0: them. I mean, and it, it might just be creative, you know, creative. That's fine. But yeah. when Stephen A., who runs ESPN, say, "I, I, creative thing ain't meshing," he gets you up out of it. I, like, I could Jay Williams might not be around on first take for a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you might be right about that. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's welcome in our guest. Uh, she's finally here with us, uh, Megan Hall uh sports writer for Colts wire at usa today dot com also started her own podcast called blue um is it called blue life real life stories or something like that <laughs> real life blue
2: stories so real life, real blue, life stories. blue stories
1: real life blue come, stories. Stories. come on Carrie! come on Carrie! you
0: get come, you get <laughs> Come on, Curry. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a female, bro. Don't, don't do that, bro. Don't, don't come on. Do oh,
1: don't get sensitive now, bro. Oh, don't, don't be come that on, guy. Don't do that. Don't come be on, that don't guy that. in front
0: of our guests. Don't be that guy.
1: Don't come on, bro. Don't do that. There's, there's male. There's male moderators, bro. Who? <laughs> huh? Who? Uh, Google them. Who I, better I, I, than I, Curry? I, I, and who better I, than Curry? I'm saying you're the best, bro. I I ain't got time for that. All look, right. look, Megan, Megan. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, yeah. I got I, I got I to gotta admit to you, so. You did your first episode, I think, a week or two ago, and I was actually yeah. um, searching for your podcast on YouTube, and all of a sudden the results came up with like clips from a a Crips movie, and I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't want to, you know, watch any Crips movies or things like that. So when you type in um, whatever your um, See, I'm I'm messing up now. See, yeah, Maestro, Maestro, Maestro got me all geez, messed up dude. now, man.
0: Cause
2: you losing um, you losing it, bro. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but it is on YouTube now. Um just upload started uploading those episodes. Um it's it's trying to get all the tangible channels that I've got to like put this out on now that I'm out on my own and doing the podcast and from underneath uh, the Stadium Rant's brand. Mm-hmm. um so yeah give, give me a minute we'll, we'll get it generated real life
0: real life blue stories megan megan how you yeah. doing today first of all
2: <laughs> i'm doing good i'm not too bad for a tuesday i can um, dig it you know, not not too bad not too bad at all
0: all right well we can we can tell us about the podcast how you know what was your idea how did it come about um what's it about
2: yeah absolutely so uh for anybody who doesn't know me, I write for the Colts Colts Wire, uh is, is where I'm writing now. Big Colts fan. So it's a play on all things, Colts, horses, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really big on stories and storytelling, natural storyteller by nature. So that's where the stories part comes in. The blue is just, hey, you know, let's blue for the colts not um, but whenever you he- yeah, no not not
1: that not, 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 <laughs> not, Crips. not no not that hey i was scared i was scared when i was searching for your podcast
2: <laughs> no <Wow. laughs> no 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 affiliation to that no, no but no. um it was just you know i was i was thinking about um coming up with my own podcast i did do one with stadium rant um, i was previously with them for a couple months and um when I got done, I was like, "Yeah, I really, I really want to do a podcast of my own and continue like finding out stories and 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 really, I like getting to know who people are and their stories and how did they get here to this point? Like, what ha- you know, what were all the things that happened? Yeah. Um, so that's where real life blue stories came in. And um, I, to be honest with you, I didn't have a name for the podcast for a smooth couple of weeks, mm. and it just came to me and like the I, like just I mean just hit. And um, I got a phone call from my uncle one night, and he's like, "Hey." He's like, are you busy? And I'm like, no, what's up? And he's like, I got somebody that I, I want you to meet. And I'm like, okay. And so he throws on Jordan Murray and Jordan Murray is a current tackle for the Colts. It's um, on the practice squad this past year. And I'm like, like, what, how did this, how, like, how does this happen? And lo and behold, Jordan had done some security at a restaurant um, mm-hmm. and met my uncle um, a couple years ago in passing and they you know stayed connected since then. And yeah. And he's like, yeah, your uncle's been telling me about your podcast. I want to come on. And I'm like, that's it's not even up yet. Yeah, that's
0: that's a, up yeah, absolutely. All day in the paint. Yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah,
2: so that was really cool. So that was that was uh, the beginning of kind of just validation for, okay, like we're on the right path now. And it was really cool because if you watch the first episode or list of the first episode, you'll hear Jordan talk about his story and how he got to the NFL. Mm. Um, and it's a really cool play on, you know, just, again, stories and understanding who people are. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't have to do a whole lot uh, to guide him. He kind of just was like, yep, here's my story. And I want to tell it.
1: So it wow. was really Dope. cool. Dope. Now so, I'll so, oh, go ahead. Trey. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I wanted to kind of go back to the beginning. So, yeah. um, how did you become a Colts fan? Are you from Indianapolis originally or?
2: Yeah, I'm not actually. Um, so I get a lot of grief for this and I'm so sorry to any of my family who may be listening, but, uh, so I'm actually from Houston, Texas originally. And I okay. uh, was born there, grew up in, in Dallas area as well. And so when I was growing up, I mean you're either a Texans fan or you're a cowboys fan. and right. most of the time it's cowboys fan, right. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, watch them all growing up and that sort of thing. But really, as I got older, you know, you kind of figure out, I know better than this. You know, I don't want all this heartache and everything else. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, so, you know, just watching football, I started watching a ton of Peyton Manning. You know, I just love the way that he would dissect defenses, um, the way that he just kind of commanded the field. Really cool. um, Just off the field. Everyone respects him, you know, that sort of thing. And so, you know, I watched the Colts march to the Super Bowl, this kind of improbable run, you know, the Super Bowl. They didn't start Super Bowl well at all. And I remember mm. being at that Super Bowl party and, you know, thinking, oh, my gosh, have I really, you know, did I, do I am I really about to pick this team to win? You know, especially after Hester returned to the opening. Yeah, also, yeah, for like, real. For Ooh. real. Um, but I remember watching that um, Super Bowl and just really feeling like, okay, like, this is a really good team. Like, they, you know, they've done it here. And, um, yeah, just stayed. So, once, you know, Peyton Manning left, I stayed. Once Andrew Luck came and went, I stayed. Um, and I just really took to the team in general. Um, I, I would have to credit that I did a lot of research and a lot of fantasy football playing as well. Yeah. Um, that taught mm-hmm. me a lot of how to figure out, you know, who to, who plays what position, that sort of thing. And you know, as a woman, a lot of times we start asking questions about football. And, and this is no slight to, to any any men, but you know, you start asking. Questions no slight, them. It's, it's fine. Or, slide <laughs> They're looking at you sideways, and you are like, oh, why do you want to know? And you know, they, they get irritated with you and things like that. So, yeah, that's how I started learning. Was all right, pick the team, great. Now I'm going to start learning about who's on the team, um, on both sides of the ball. And so it just you know it became a passion for me. And uh, yeah, just stay with the Colts and have been there. So you can imagine when we got Matt Ryan, and I live here in Atlanta, so I got a lot of a lot of fun conversation out of that too. Yeah. Uh, you know, being yeah. here and, and having a, a Falcons fan husband as well. So
1: mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you gotta be frustrated with the revolving door of quarterbacks over the last four years, basically since Andrew Luck announced that he was retiring. Like you gotta be upset about that, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um I would say this. I think that you know you get a grace period the first year, maybe even the first
1: two years, right? Yeah, yeah. figure
2: out what you want to do. But after that, it becomes you know, the Colts – made this assumption that they were only a quarterback away. And that wasn't the case, right? right. There were way more um, inefficiencies on that roster than they had accounted for. And I think now you're seeing that happen in real time. Chris Ballard is, is atoning for that. And he's like, oh, gosh, you know, we tried to, you know, to kind of put a bandaid on it until we could figure out what we wanted to do. And it wasn't until very recently, if you watched his end of the season press conference that he says, well, you know, if we were actually going to take a quarterback, it was going to be in the 2020 draft. But mm. we had traded away our first round pick, which was for DeForest Buckner. Which, hey, I get it. You get yeah. a chance to get DeForest Buckner. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But you know who comes out of that draft? That's Hurts. That's Burrow. You know Jeez. those. Kinds, that's Tua. Like yeah. they were all in that 2020 draft, yeah. right?
3: Yeah. That's yeah. Herbert.
2: There, there's four. I mean, top tier kind of quarterbacks yeah. there. Yeah. And so when you hear that, you're like, oh. <laughs>
3: yeah you know? yeah
2: so it's it's tough right and i get it they were trying to do what they thought was best you know after philip rivers they're like okay we'll go get carson Wentz. frank Wright gets them all in on Wentz, thinking that that's the answer uh-huh. it doesn't work right
3: mm-hmm.
2: then you're like okay well we ship Wentz off and all right well what's left matt Wright. all right cool we gotta see if that works that doesn't work for a number of reasons um and so now i think it's it's time for them to get off the carousel like yeah. you have to get off now
1: yeah asap yeah yeah, I got to tell you. You you were one of the um you were one of the ones that put me in my place on Twitter. This is kind of how um uh, we started following each other because I made a <laughs> comment about the Colts and their offensive line and you guys was like, "Hold on, hold on a minute." Like th- this offensive line, ain't what you guys think it is? And I was like, right. "Oh, okay. I said maybe I need to follow some Colts fans and see, you know, what's up." And then that's kind of how, you know, we we started following each other. And then I got the real deal on, you know, what's been going on. What was the debate about the offensive line? Um, well, that, well, so this might've been maybe week three, week four. Mm -hmm. And the Colts, Ah. I think, had like, um, they'd gone maybe one or three or something like that. They had just tied the Texans, I think. And, um... Didn't look good. Like uh, Matt Ryan didn't look all that great those first few weeks. You could say it trash. And I'm and I'm saying <laughs> and I'm and I was just out there saying, hey, look, like this offensive line too good for, you know, Matt Ryan to look this bad. Right. Uh, OK. OK. And then that's when um Megan here and uh Chris, we had Chris on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Y'all kind of tag team me. <laughs> and uh, put me in my place about, hold on a minute, like this, this ain't is what you, you think it is, because for about, I'd say three years, y'all had like one of the best offensive yeah, lines right. and stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough to see, right? Like when you see that, you're like, Oh, you automatically assume it's a Matt Ryan like issue. Like it's gotta be a quarterback issue, but mm. you're getting like, really, uh, really it's a regression across the line. You didn't get great play out of uh, Quentin Nelson, nor Ryan Kelly, nor Braden, right? Braden Smith. Yeah. That's three staple pieces right there. They, they're not playing well. And then you have basically a question mark at left tackle and a revolving door at right guard. And Mm. therein, you know, lies your issues. I think it's really tough, you know, Chris Ballard said it as well in that end-of-season press conference. He's like, you know, I made some assumptions that the play would be absorbed by those three players, right? right? Like, they were playing at a right. high level. So, right. okay, great, I get that absorption. But my, my issue with that is there was never any sort of intentionality, really true intentionality about that left tackle position in particular, mm. right? Mm. Like, you, you take Matt Pryor, who had played pretty well, you know, across the line in 2021, so you're like, oh, well, let's give, you know, Pryor a shot. We may not necessarily see anything we like in free agency. Let's just see what we got on the team. Well, Pryor only had one start at left tackle prior to that, you know, that start yeah. or part of the season. And then you let Mark Lewinsky and Chris Reed walk in free agency. So you had no answers there in either one of those spots, really. You draft Bernhard Raymond and think, okay, well, you know, hey, that's depth there. But Matt Pryor so bad that Ryman ends up having a start at left tackle before he's even ready. And right guard was just like, hey, who could plug in here? And eventually it became Will Fries down the stretch of the season. But it's not – it was not a great philosophy <laughs> yeah. from the very beginning. So it really – and as you saw, it didn't matter who was quarterback behind there. Yeah, that It, it right. was bad all the way through the season.
0: So yeah. did you have high projections going into this year? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I had, did? In
2: my mind – I did, yeah. So I – had and Chris and I had talked about this. We had always had reservations about the offensive line. That was where we were concerned and reservations about weapons. Like we didn't feel like we had enough wide receiver um, support there. 100%. So, but, but I had said, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, if we get even decent play out of Matt Ryan, I think that we could, you know, the floor is nine wins. Ceiling is probably 12 wins, right? Like okay. if you're having a great season. Wow. You had a, you had a weaker AFC South, right? You should okay. be able to win those games. Um, I was concerned about games like, you know, the Steelers, which, you know, people are like the Steelers. I'm like, yeah, but there are kryptonite. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Anytime we play them, like we always get. Yeah, I know. We always get like shredded by them. You know, those sorts of teams. Um, and the Eagles was also, you know, on my radar as well. Because I felt like they were, you know, they were going to get some more continuity going with Sirianni and, you know, those sorts of things. But I didn't expect it to go down the way that it did. Yeah. Um, it just, it looked, the Colts just looked completely out of sorts. Um, from the very, very beginning. And I remember watching preseason games and being like, mm, something's off. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you know, but yeah. I couldn't
2: really peg it. And I didn't want to overreact because it was preseason. But yeah. it it just was like, eh, something feels off. And then you saw it in that Texans game. You're like, oh, what am I watching? Jeez, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the wheels came off in the Jags game. And it just unraveled from there. And then they went out and beat the Chiefs. And you're like, okay, so maybe this guy's not falling. But that was one of their only quality wins of the whole season. So you're,
0: yeah, you have no yeah. idea
2: what to make of this team.
0: <laughs> so where are you right? You know, obviously off season. We in off season. Where where? What needs to happen in your mind to get to though that nine to twelve win progress? Uh, you know, type of season. Okay, or, or do you even believe that's possible going into the season? You seem like an optimistic yeah. person. I, I look at you. You seem like a very <laughs> optimistic person. You're a glass half full. You're I'm a glass half full. But I'm
2: realistic. Okay. I'm realistic as well. So, do I see nine wins? Probably not. I okay. would be closer to like if we get seven wins or eight wins. I think that's probably more in the realm of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, I think you got to start with coach first, right? Like that, the, the Colts are currently in this this head coaching search. Um, as you saw, if you saw earlier, Jim Mersey was, was tweeting about, hey, it'll come in, you know, the next couple days or whatever else. OK, cool. Fine. Yeah.
1: Your owners has got to start, sick, by the way.
2: <laughs> he is a unique character. He is definitely a unique character. Um, I'll say this. You got to start with a coach, right? Like yeah. and it can't be Jeff Saturday. It cannot. Be. Thank you. It just Thank can't. you. <laughs> I, I will say that flat out. It cannot be Jeff Saturday. Um, you've got a number of candidates who you could look at. Anybody that you interviewed could work. If I had to pick, I would say lean towards Morris, Steichen, or Callahan. That's probably the top three that would be really good fits for the Colts.
1: What about the enemy?
2: That's an interesting one. So, me I wouldn't be mad about, but I see him more as probably an OC fit versus head coach for us. He only got one interview. Um, he, Kafkin and Vitrone only got one interview out of the Colts. So, I thought that was very interesting that he only got one. Um, I, we were talking about this in a space the other day on Twitter yeah. as well, that we were shocked that the enemy hasn't gotten deeper into these coaching cycles. Like his name always gets brought up. He always, you know, he'll get an interview, you know, something else like that, but yeah. he hasn't gotten the head coaching job yet. And I'm just wondering what is, what is holding people up from wanting to, you know, bring him further along the journey. Um, and I don't know if it's getting out from underneath, you know, Andy Reed shadow. That's
0: what I feel exactly. It yeah. is and, it, yeah. and it's funny yeah. because I remember uh when he was high and everybody was really talking about him. But then if you are still talking about him after a year, that 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 stuff it's gonna go down. It's just gonna go down. And then magically we started hearing stories about the enemy don't really call plays. He just kinda of there, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They started throwing salt on his name and and unfortunately. Um and then even before and then even there became stories about how uh Reed sat him down in some private meeting and said, hey it's cool out. I'm not gonna be here that much longer. This is gonna mm-hmm. be your team type of thing, and, and and I mean, it seems like they just kind of like, all right, bro, we, you know, we off you right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would I would be curious to see what happens with him. I, you know, obviously, I've seen his name associated with like the Ravens as a possible yeah. a possibility. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening for the Colts. I think he would have gotten a second interview by now if they were in on him. Um, but that so, was, those are my top three.
1: So who um, who did get a second interview with the Colts?
2: Oh, um, so there's a list. So you've got, um, and I'm probably gonna butcher his last name. So Rich, I think it's Passacia. I think his last name from yeah. from Green Bay. He's the, the first Raiders, coordinator. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Rich, um, Steichen, Callahan, Morris. Um, I'm missing someone as well. Let's see. And I, I probably I wrote this name down the other day. yeah Raheem <laughs> this, this Morris would so be a good fit them.
1: there.
2: Yeah. Um, I didn't think so as well. There we go. Yeah, I kind of
1: like Raheem. All right, so
2: there it goes. Aaron Glenn, Brian Callahan, Shane Steichen, Wink Martindale, Raheem Morris, and Rich, and then Jeff Saturday. So those mm. are all the those are the seven. Now, as of yesterday, I was listening to Zach Kiefer of the Athletic. He was on a local Indianapolis radio show. And he was saying that he heard a rumor about a week ago that Jeff Saturday was out. Mm-hmm. Um, that they were not mm-hmm. leaning towards Jeff Saturday. And then Ian Rappaport yesterday told Pat McAfee that the Colts were leaning against Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that makes me mm-hmm. think it may not be. And I did tell, you know, several people because I've gotten asked this question a whole lot, um, you know, do you think it's going to be Jeff Saturday? And I'm like, I think it would have already been Jeff Saturday by right. now. They wouldn't have exactly. gone through, right. you right. know, this, this number of candidates just to end up with Jeff Saturday. Like that's going to look horrific yeah. for them. Yep. Yep. Um, so I, I do think that those are the, the, Top three, that would be the first thing, secure a coach. And then you got to get a quarterback in this draft. So if mm-hmm. it's going to be Bryce Young, if it's going to be CJ Stroud, if it's going to be Will Levis, you got to pick who, who you're going to. You're now at four. And if you feel like, you know, somebody is going to take your guy, you have the opportunity to go up to one, go mm-hmm. call Chicago, get on the phone yeah. with Ryan Poles. Yeah. Um, you know, Chris Ballard has previous ties to Poles because they work together in Kansas City. And Matt Eberflus is there as well. Yeah, um, who was our previously our DC? Go get on the phone with them and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. what do you want?" Yeah, um, right. and we have we have not only the picks to do it, but you can have you can throw in some players. too. So you could throw in a Kenny Moore, you could throw in a Ryan Kelly, you mm-hmm. know, um, that the Bears sorely need,
1: right. um, and be right. able to
2: get that. So that's so that's who, who, first two I would start. Reasons I would start
1: there. So you said you guys pick four, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I know Chicago's one. The Texans pick the second. Who picks number three? I believe it's the Cardinals.
0: Cardinals. Let me see.
1: Cardinals. Uh, I think it's the Cardinals. Okay. The Cardinals. Yeah, okay that, that, down, down. that sounds about right. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not so. I'm not so certain that you guys really need to trade up if you feel and like you guys my, there. That's
2: been my position as well. I think that you could stay at four and keep in mind that Chris Ballard is not one to jump at all. Like he does yeah, not jump mm-hmm. for picks. Like he's right. he's only traded up three times in his tenure, and it was for uh Kari Willis it was for Jonathan Taylor and then last year he jumped up for for Nick Cross um but outside of that that's it like he's never done you know this really big jump and you've seen it he either trades out of his first round picks you know recoups picks that sort of thing I think unless you know they find out day of draft or a couple days before draft like hey Texans are you know gonna go get your guy or some or another team is trying to jump them that's the only way I see them like jumping up like that um, but I would, I would probably say they would, they would probably err on the side of staying at four. Let the board come to them, yeah. and get and pick up their guy.
0: And yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure they're they're, they're going to get. I don't know who they're high on, but they'll get one of the three at four. I'm confident.
2: Yeah, at at least. Um, I mean, you got to think that at four that anybody's in play, right? Because yeah. Bryce Young is not assumed to go to the Texans. I've been hearing more and more chatter about maybe it being C.J. Stroud um and the texans also possible will Levis could go to the texans as well i mean there's there's all kinds of things that could happen in that first four picks but i think that at minimum you know like okay one of these guys is going to be available um and to be honest with you i always tell people keep an open mind because you think about last year's draft everyone thought all these quarterbacks were going to go in the first round and the only one who went was Kenny pickett that's it yeah. So it also depends on how the league views these quarterbacks as well.
0: Right. Right. And yeah. and, and, and you make a great point cuz but and I didn't even want Kenny Pickett, let's be clear, but I remember the conversation being the quarterback play is not that strong this year went uh mm-hmm. last year. I remember that being the conversation. So, you know, I you know, we got him and we're going to see what's going on, but I you know, I did that you never know, yeah. man. You just never. It wasn't a strong
1: draft. It wasn't a strong was. draft for quarterbacks. You never know, so this
0: year. But I mean, I I will say that. I mean, obviously, they'll say that Levis and Stroud and Bryce Young are better. Uh, are better than Pickett, uh, Malik Willis, and uh, whoever you know. Uh, I forget the guy with the coral.
2: hmm Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, oh, I, you yeah. know. I hope y'all. I hope. I hope y'all find an answer. Not really. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah i mean i i hope that we do as well i think that you you know you got to start with some stability for this team uh you know they've they've long since been the team of uh of winning culture and you've gotten away from that haven't won the afc south since 2014 you know you've let the rest of the division kind of catch up now the jags have basically been coming Jeez. for several years mm-hmm. building through the draft and building through free agency mm-hmm. they got now. They got a oh coach. yeah. Doug yeah. Peterson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, the rest of the division is is has caught up to you and you have now regressed, so you gotta fix it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Although I'm yeah. um, although I'm curious about how the Titans move forward. And I and I like Malik Willis, but in the games that he came in for Tannehill last year, there were moments where it was just like, uh, maybe he isn't ready. Like I yeah. thought he would have been.
2: Yep, I mean, I would agree with that. So I I saw him in his very first start um, against the Texans and Titans. I'd actually gone home to Houston that weekend, and uh, you know, went to the game while I was there. And I remember watching, and I'm like, he looks absolutely like scared scared. out there. He looked, he Mm -hmm. looked like you know, deer in the headlights. The thing is, he didn't have to do a whole lot. The Texans Mm -hmm. couldn't stop Derrick Henry. Yeah, um, yeah. and they they couldn't really stop any sort of advance that that they might have made. Um, I think he threw one throw in the second half and he just kind of rode Henry, you know, basically to victory or whatever Mm -hmm. else. But I remember saying in that game, I'm like, he just looked afraid to throw the ball anywhere on the field. And I think he looked better in that Kansas city game, but still looked very much like, you know, deer in the headlights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that was why you didn't see him down the stretch. Like you, you saw, um, yeah, Josh Dobbs, there you yeah. go. Um, yeah, the and, and I think that was because they were like, hey, he's he's clearly not ready yet. You know, we, gotta, we have to mm-hmm. do a Band-Aid there. But the other issue with the Titans is Ryan Tannehill doesn't look great either. And he, I never viewed him as the long-term franchise quarterback. Like, I thought that it was great that they revived his career, so to speak, but I never yeah. saw franchise yeah. quarterback out of him. So now you have to think with the Titans, like, what are they going to do at quarterback? Like, are they going to bring Tannehill back for another year? Are they going to potentially maybe try to trade up to to go get a quarterback? Because they're, I think they're at number 11. I might be off by a a pick or two, but they're right outside the top 10. So they could easily make some noise as well. You just got a brand new GM who is going to, you know, turn over that roster and hopefully atone for the mistakes of uh, the former GM, John Robinson. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so now that makes it very interesting on the Colts. Like the Colts have to figure out what they're going to do because the rest of the division is figuring it out as well.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, Jacksonville, uh, they might be here. (laughs) (laughs) They just might be here. And it seems like everybody else is going in the wrong direction.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Jags have been slowly building through the draft the last, I would say, three seasons or so, yeah. really ever since Andrew Luck retired. So let's let's start there. You know, they've been slowly building. And everyone looked at them crazy when they brought in Christian Kirk, you know, myself yeah. included, when they made yeah. in that big contract. Um, you know, but Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, you go in and you get, you know, Travis Etienne getting him healthy and and going. Doug Peterson has Trevor Lawrence, I mean, playing outside of his mind ever yeah. since week nine. You know, yeah. Trevor Lawrence has been on a tear. Um, and I think, you know, the rest of the team responded um, and I, you have to give credit to their their uh, owner as well, because he's been not afraid to spend and or build you know, yeah. as much as they mm-hmm. could. Yeah. So the Jags, I think, have certainly they, they've turned the corner on being the old Jags, you know, the Jags of the old there. Yeah. Yep.
3: Um,
2: and they I mean, they came. It's, it's crazy to think about the division, but they were three and seven three Mm -hmm. and seven dead in the water so to speak yeah and the
1: titans were seven and three yeah it's crazy because the first two weeks maybe first two three weeks of the season me me and maestro we were talking about it the jaguars played the best brand of football through the first three four weeks of the season and then they kind of had that five game losing streak in the middle and then they just kind of resurged again
2: yeah, I mean, you saw it. Like, I, again, I was like, "Oh, Jags will be, you know, the bottom of the division. Titans. I mean, Texas will be a bottom of the division." Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, "I'm like, all right, Colts. Like, you could at least, you know, make this respectable. <laughs> you know, come and in second. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right.
3: Right. 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 <laughs> uh, you know, or whatever
2: else. But to see the slide from the from the Titans, you know, they had a myriad of injuries. They had. Issues yeah. with their offensive coordinator, AJ Brown, complete completely wrecks them. You know, yeah, quarterback issues, why offensive issues, why receivers not, you know, getting open. I mean, they had so many issues, and yeah. all of a sudden, you slowly start seeing the Jags stringing together wins. And you're like, okay, all right. And in my mind, I said when they beat the Cowboys, I was like, okay, was right, like, all right, Man, Jags, saying, Jags right, are for right. real. Like that Jags was the game, yep
0: now. right?
2: Yeah um and because you knew that they could overcome any of those sort of mistakes like trevor lawrence is still a young quarterback so he is making some of those you know mm-hmm. kind of younger quarterback Super. mistakes mm-hmm. but yep. Yep. short-term memory i mean yeah. just completely yeah. like 100 okay 100%. Um, you saw it in the chargers game too like Sheesh. you threw those four picks and i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not even gonna lie to you i was like i'm about to go to bed
1: <laughs> yeah i was like yeah. yep
2: I'm, d- yeah. I'm done here watching
0: this game about to go to bed. I,
1: I, I was so mad because i didn't even check what the money line on the Jones that's what the i was upset
0: about <laughs> That's what I was, what so I was upset, upset about because
1: I know the charges
0: <laughs> don't not how whole hold these. I was like, man, I don't know because I'm new to uh, sports betting. So I said, okay. I don't know how to figure out how to put five dollars that the Jaguars are coming back. And I know I missed out on some money. I know I did. I yeah. had just got finished telling me about uh, maybe Definitely. a month ago. But when uh, the Vikings came back on the coast. Oh, I. Yeah, I know. I, I realized. <laughs> Sorry, came out. I realized it as it came out. I didn't. I didn't realize. But mm. I had somebody come over. I was work, I was doing a session, and he came. He's like, "Man, I just want seven hundred dollars uh, uh, from the Vikings coming." He was a Vikings fan. I just want seven hundred dollars for him coming back. I said seven hundred dollars. I only put down five dollars sheesh i said yeah. and that's when i realized like man i yeah. gotta get into the sports betting thing and
1: yeah bro yeah
2: yeah i'm not gonna lie like i i went to bed and all of a sudden i hear my husband like downstairs i mean he's screaming yeah and i'm like what is ha-? like what's happening what's happening <laughs> so,
3: you know
2: i like i i jump up and it was like towards the end of the game and i'm like wow they came all the way back like I mean I was just I was so exhausted from watching that and it was so ugly I was like nah, yeah I don't know if I'm about to subject mm-hmm. myself to this mm-hmm. like I'm going to bed yeah and he goes and he goes i wish you'd stayed up he was like he was like, I just put it on. Cause you know, he was like, a, you know, something to watch or whatever else. He's like, I'm so glad, you know, he's i up so glad I, I watched blah blah blah. <laughs> and I went back and I, I did watch, uh, watch back the second half. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, they basically went in there with the mentality is zero, zero and half. Yeah. Like where we're, we're For going, real. For you real. know, that sort of thing. And it uh, to be honest with you, I think it said more about Staley and then uh, <laughs> did Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, yeah, it was a it was a miracle to me that the Chargers even made it to the playoffs because I'm they sorry. also looked terrible down the stretch too.
0: The fact that he still has a job is beyond me, and and I get it. They fired Lombardi, but that was a scapegoat. Staley need to be gone too. This yeah, has been no, going facts. on for too long. Yeah, this has been facts. going on for too long. Facts going on for yeah. way 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 too long. So in the in the, in the spirit of twisting the knife, I would love to know. <laughs> I would love to know your thoughts on the, uh, I, I won't call it a rivalry. I'll call it the history of Pittsburgh uh-huh. versus the Colts. Ooh. See, I think, so. I think about a time. Ben Roethlisberger, six touchdowns, 500 yards. I think we ran it back and did it against Baltimore the next week, too. But I, if, if my memory serves me correct, but... No, nah,
1: you didn't. The, oh, okay. Not that same week. Not, right. not that same... Week, oh, not that, okay, okay. All right. But it you are trying, trying to kill two birds with one hey, stone. Man, I, you know, sometimes, I, 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 sometimes
0: you. I just shoot and see if it lands. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, that was the game
2: that comes to mind because mm-hmm. it's still pain. Um... For whatever reason, it does not matter who the quarterback is of the Steelers, it doesn't matter what year it is. It feels like the Steelers and the Chargers are like the kryptonite of the Colts. And you could probably add the Saints in there too. Yeah. Um today, you know, the, today's the anniversary of that super. Bowl. Uh, that,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I, I you know, I'm not even gonna lie. When I was watching the the Colts Steelers game, actually this season. I'm like Kenny Pickett it? is not this good for him to just be shredding this this like this <laughs> yes. bad like it's not. and that's not a fight to pick it. It's just no, not he's, not. Like, he's not. He's not. this good for. I mean, we just looked so out of sorts. He had whatever he wanted, whatever he wanted, um, and I I can really only chalk it up to Mike Tomlin. Like it just it has to be Mike Tomlin. Like like that's the only thing I can think of. Um, and I just I rather not talk about Steelers games because they just hurt um but
1: that, that is I, I hear that, it in your voice <laughs> yeah
2: yeah uh, but that's that's honestly that's the first like memory that comes to my mind yeah. when I think of like Steelers and recent memory is that six town six touchdown game and all I remember is I think Vontae Davis got I mean burnt
0: smoked burnt yes indeed like smoked mm-hmm. on a route mm-hmm. and I was
2: just like okay This is what
0: we're about to do. And, you know, it's funny because Vontae Davis wasn't a bad corner. It was just like,
2: yeah. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, he was a really good corner for five years. So, you know, hey, you don't normally see those sorts of things. But I remember in that same game, like, T.Y. Hilton dropped a couple of balls, and I was like, what is happening here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's where we were like, okay, we're definitely losing this game. Like, it's not – after about the third touchdown, I was like,
0: Nope, we're not coming back. Yeah, we're not coming back at all. I definitely got to... Uh, uh, Vontae Davis, man, I got to say, man, it, it, he's not a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer to me. He's in my... Mm-hmm. If I could make an NFL Hall of Fame, Vontae Davis is in it because he left the NFL in the realest way ever.
2: <laughs> in the middle of a game? Yeah, in at the half realest time. way
0: ever. At Yeah. He said, you know what? Uh, Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> 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 and, I, and I can appreciate... Somebody who just like you know what, I'm good. My money, I right. I don't really want to do this no more. I don't really want to do this no more. Vontae Davis is definitely uh, in my Hall of Fame, my NFL Hall of Fame for sure. In,
1: in addition, I also thought you were going to say because he's from the DMV, right? Yeah, he is. But no, yeah. that just no, just because of that though.
0: Mm. <laughs> Decent player, and then you know what? Just said you know what? I right. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I the thing is when they when you talk about retirement, people are like, "Oh, you've probably been mulling it over for a while or whatever else." I think he just literally it literally just hit him in the game, and he was yeah. like, nope, "I don't want to do done. this anymore." Like yeah. he didn't even wait till the game was over, till the season was over. He was like, "No, I'm out. I'm done." Yeah,
1: which was more realer? Which was more realer? That uh, exit or was it Ab's exit against the Jets? Fonte Davis. Ooh. I'm pulling uh, Vontae it's gotta go.
2: It's got to be Vontae because I feel like AB was more of like a spectacle, right? Yeah. Like he, he had to make it. Vontae just flat out was like, no, I'm done. I'm not going to back out. Took everything off. Like, I'm I'm, I'm done here. I mean, because the thing got... is, you continue to hear about AB after that. Yeah. Like, it was always about like AB. Vontae was like, okay, listen, I'm exhausted here. I got nothing left. Like, I'm done. Let me ride yeah. off into the sunset. And you hadn't yeah. heard about you it. You haven't it, heard of it. Well, up, re- yeah. up until
0: recently. But, mm. but yeah i I wonder what that conversation was like (laughs) like you you, your coaches your teammates like nah i'm I'm gonna holler at y'all i'm I'm, I'm gone you know like nah i'm i'm not coming
1: back in the game
2: (laughs) yeah i mean with ab though i feel like it was like you know he was just like okay i'm done with this organization which was fine like he's he's free to make that choice or whatever else but instead of him just being like, okay, hey, I'm not going to play anymore and, like, going, like, he's got to take off everything. He's got to dance in the end zone and go all the way, you know, go all the way out. And I'm like. He's been wilding is,
1: ever since.
2: Oh, yeah. he's He's been on every sort of, like, what yeah. is happening in my mind. that yeah. I he, think said, he said
1: uh, James Harrison gave him CTE. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: recently I saw that he said James Harrison had, you know, an illegal helmet for 20 years. Hit him with it and gave him CTE, and I'm like, mm. "I, how do you string together this story in your mind?" And then, and then for you to be like, "Yeah, I'm going to share this,"
0: yeah. like, I- because and because <laughs> because that was in the script, apparently.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I need to read what version of the script that was because yeah. I completely missed that memo. Mm.
0: So that's another thing that's been going on, and and I won't. We won't. I I, I just want to know your opinion on it. Um, yeah. As a as a writer and as somebody who covers the NFL, maybe I mean obviously more specifically the Colts. But um, with Arian Foster, who who had, to my experience has always been an articulate dude, definitely has different you know his different thoughts about life and you know what I'm saying. But I used to watch his podcast uh, uh, years ago. Um, he you know he went on to some show and said the NFL is scripted, like literally at training camp they hand out scripts. <laughs> um, and as egregious as it sounds, he was there, so he could be lying, obviously, but he could also just be there getting the script. What's your thoughts?
2: I think Arian likes to stir things up. I think that's that's probably the first thing, because um, mm-hmm. you know he also tweeted at that point. You know he tweeted a meme about, and he wrote it's the meme that says things on the side of the hand, and yeah. things are getting out of hand. Like I don't think he expected it to blow up the way that it right. had, you know, on Twitter or whatever else. Um, do I think the NFL has a script? No, 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 I yeah. don't. No. Um, I don't think people would purposefully sign up to get injured, would purposefully sure. sign up to lose games and lose Super Bowls and right. playoff games and things like that. Like, no, these are people's livelihoods. Like this is their this is their careers. Um, and to to know ahead of time, oh, I'm gonna break a bone, oh I'm gonna tear yeah. this, oh yeah. you know, I'm yeah. gonna lose. No, no, who would sign up for that? No one, no one would sign up for that. Um, I do think that, you know, hey, does the NFL have certain interest in, you know, good playoff games or good yeah. matchups or things like mm. that? Yeah, of yep. course. They yep, want man. to see mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, or you see it all the time where it's these storylines that come out of rivalries or whatnot. Like, those are sorts of things where you're like, okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, the refs. But outside of that, <laughs> oh, my gosh. The re- I don't even want to touch that. <laughs> but, refs. yes, you know, the refs <laughs> is another point of contention about, like, you know, is the NFL rigged or things like that. Yeah. Um, but I would say yeah. no to that as well, because the NFL officiating has been not great across the board this whole mm-hmm. season. So yeah. outside of the playoffs, like there have been several games this season where I was like, what? Like, what? What were we seeing fast. here? Like, yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. it's just it wasn't yeah. great. So, yeah, I think Aaron just likes to, you know, stir things up. I mean, it wouldn't be the first controversial thing that he's said, Absolutely. you know, so to speak. Absolutely. So it's, it's very on brand for him.
0: Yeah. You see, I I left with the thought I left with the thought there's no way that everybody involved in NFL are these are this
1: good of actors.
2: <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Like you gotta make it believable, right? Yeah. Like there's yeah. no way.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. I ain't gonna front, though. That um that finale, not this past season, but Chargers Raiders, that mm-hmm. game, the way it was going, looked like it was scripted. Like, one of the best scripts ever, though. The, the, you know <laughs> to go to tie the game and then to go to overtime and then to act like, hey, uh, you know, if we tie, we both go to the playoffs, right? Uh, oh yeah, let's uh, you know let's try to play it out. And then he go dumbass Staley calling a timeout, and then you know the Raiders set it up and kick the field goal, and they go, and then the Chargers go home. So yeah, that was one of those games where it was like. Yeah, they, they they really out for drama. The NFL that is. <laughs> hey man, it's yeah, why I mean, we love there's, it.
2: there's been a couple games this season where I was like, okay, if there was gonna be a script, like this was a darn good script for this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I think about the the Bills Chiefs game last year, like that that was the some of the wildest mm-hmm. playoff football I think I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. Um and Classic. yeah, if I was gonna yeah, if I was gonna say like, oh, there that was a script game, like I like that script, yeah, like, give that me that. Good,
0: mm-hmm, <laughs> that mm-hmm. was a good
2: game. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy into the the whole. There's a script. Yeah, I don't buy into it.
0: What do you think the Colts script would look like in August?
2: <laughs> that's a good one.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, if
2: I had to choose, I think I would say Callahan as head coach. That's who I. That's who I would love. I would love to see Brian Callahan um, there. Um, I would say either. I'm kind of torn on Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, but give me CJ Stroud because I feel like that's more in brand with the kind of bigger physical quarterbacks the Colts like um, as quarterback, I think we would have added another wide receiver Um, would have added a blocking tight end, even though we don't necessarily need one, but Mm -hmm. more depth with tight end, please, for the love of all this Holy some more depth along the offensive line. Mm
3: -hmm. And I think
2: you'd go get you some edge rushers and you could even use some depth in the safety um in the, in the secondary so there's a couple i mean when i say there's ro- this roster of inefficiencies like it's mainly on the offensive side of the ball but there's some areas across the board that could use help that's where my script would look like You're
0: ahead of a story but, writer <laughs> i try,
3: I try. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, i've read a couple of her um her articles recently yeah yeah she's really good she's, she's really good you, at what I she does that.
2: but that's that's what i would put together like there. There's these, you got to get those pieces first. You get those pieces and start Mm -hmm. from there. And, and really it goes back to being physical in the trenches. Mm -hmm. That's where the Colts have been suffering the most. And then the play calling has to be consistent. So whoever is going to be doing the play calling for the Colts, whether that's, you know, Callahan or his, his OC, it has to be consistent there. The Colts have consistently for the last two seasons, criminally underutilized certain players. Uh, particularly on the offensive side of the ball in, in tight ends. Like we haven't, Mm -hmm. I I can't even tell you the last time I seen a two tight end set, um, you know, from this team. Um, And you gotta, you gotta get your guys out in space, your playmakers, like play to their strengths. So if you know that MPJ is a down the seams guy, get him down the seams. If you know that Alec Pierce is a contested catch guy, get him those catches. Like those are the types of things that you want to see from this team. Like start there. And start yeah, for, with one game at a time.
1: For the longest, I've always thought that they never gave Jelani Woods a shot. Like,
2: oh my lord.
1: Yeah, don't I, even I, get me
2: started. I'm gonna be here for I, the <laughs> rest of the night like screaming about the underutilization of Jelani. Yeah, I mean, you he's a big guy. Like he and Moali Cox are massive. Six yeah. five plus, you know, yeah. guys. You don't utilize him. I think the biggest play we saw out of Jelani was a 35-yard catch. And that was it for that game. And really, that that was really the biggest catch he had all season. But Mm -hmm. he had game-winning touchdowns against Kansas City. Uh, You know, he had some really beautiful catches down the season. And they just, I mean, it's like a flash. Like, you don't, he's here and then he's gone. And that's it. Like, it was just so frustrating, especially because he and Drew Ogletree were tearing it up in camp. Um, especially drew ogletree and i really hate to see drew go down with the injury because i really thought he was going to give mo a run for his money mm. uh, because he was playing that well in training camp so yeah they they've got i mean they've got some some gems on the on the team they just need to utilize them
1: mm, yeah 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 i got one more uh for you megan um, yeah go for it. Who, who are your top five uh colts players all time Ooh, i gotta and Ooh. i gotta i, I this is kind of the part of the show oh you All know right. what maestro huh. let me let me let me because i you went the past couple weeks let me i got a story too because so we did the nba 75 list uh a few yes. months back and we were talking about how okay we felt like dwight grant hill and a few other people got snubbed for the best 75 right so okay. the next day we post the episode we post the clip And my cousin, who's, you know, big time basketball fan, grew up in the Bronx, he hits me up on IG and is like, yo, why ain't nobody talking about Adrian Dantley? Now, Adrian Dantley was a player from back in the day. He played in the 80s. Um, From like 1980 to 1983, he averaged 30 points a game. And if you watch the NBA back in those days, that was uncommon for a guy to average that much, you know, in the Mm -hmm. NBA. And so I I got to sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, yo, he's right. Like, he's definitely snubbed. And then you try to figure out, yo, why isn't he not in the NBA's best 75? And me and Maestro, we were trying to, you know, decipher that. But, yeah, we get those kinds of um, – we get those kind of phone calls or messages every time somebody gives us their top five list. And then they'll be like, yo, what the hell are you talking about? You left so-and-so off and – her list is wrong and, you know, and all this stuff. So we're just going to let you know that we do get these kinds of calls after the fact. So what here's, is the your pressure? here's the it's pressure, <laughs> no
0: pressure. Top five <laughs> coats.
1: It's hey, your list so, though.
2: <laughs> all right. So, uh, and I'm going to stand beside it. Right. I'm, I'm yep. going to stick beside that's it. That's right. That's um, right. So we got, you got to go Peyton Manning. That's got, yep. that's got to be number one. Um, yep. I'm actually going to go Bob Sanders. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm. I love, I like love that. me some Bob. Um, definitely going to go, you're going to go Robert Mathis.
3: Okay. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Big Mathis fan. Ooh, after that, it gets a little hairy. So I am going to say Adam Vinatieri. Wow. Um, okay. So now people don't usually think about Colts kickers, but you Benny is Hall of Famer now. Yeah. Um, so right, right. And after that, Hmm. I'm going to go Marvin Harrison mm. after that. Uh, was that five? I think that's, that's, five. five. That's, five.
0: Yeah. that's five. That's five. That's, that's five.
2: That's five. And that's tough because I left off like, you know, Joseph die, like yeah. out of there. I got a problem um, with your Reggie list. Wayne, so Marvin you know. Harris, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I, I knew somebody was going to. I yeah, did, it was tough. It was you was definitely gonna get me
0: cussed out tomorrow. That's that's You're definitely gonna get me cussed out tomorrow. I got a problem with your list
1: already. I ain't got a problem yes. with it. I don't care because it's your list. But I'm definitely going. <laughs> Son, I mean, you put the Ooh. you put the kicker you put the kicker in your top five, and I know you yes. said that you don't think about Colts kickers, but. When you think of Adam Vinatieri, I think most people associate him, him with, with New England, England before they right. associate I him I like with Indianapolis.
0: Van the Jack. I like Van Jack. <laughs> don't don't do oh, that. I, oh, I know don't I know, I know you
1: I know why you like Van don't Jack. Do that. Don't do that. Do I that. know I like why Van you Van
0: Van like Van Jack. I like Van uh, Jack.
2: But no, okay, so the thing is like with Vinny, Vinny was epitome of consistency for a yeah, long absolutely. long time, mm, right? Like really really rejuvenated career and Oddly yeah. enough, he spent more time with the Colts than he did yeah. with New England by yeah, the time yeah. at the end of his career. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's a staple there. Like, at, and it was hard for me, like, to not put Joseph Adai in there. Hard for me not to put Reggie Wayne in there. Like, I'm those just about are the same. Those are the Reggie. Ones, those those are the ones that, like, I was like, oh, who do I put? But I think for me, like, you got to acknowledge Adam Vinatieri. Like, you're yeah. not winning loads of games loads, you know, yeah, without absolutely. without Adam absolutely. Vinatieri, and that and that's mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, anybody else could probably be up for debate. You know, you could, you could swap out several people. I mean, you could have put
0: Dwight Freeney, uh,
2: Dwight Freeney in there. Yeah. You could put him in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's
0: a lot of people like Dallas Clark.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, you could put Dallas in there as well. I mean, you could have put Andrew Luck in there. Like I could have put lots of folks in there. Right. Right. Uh, You could have put Johnny Unitas in there. Like I could keep going on this list, but. It's tough. It, to, for five players, it's tough. It's really
0: tough. That is tough. I agree. But regardless, it's your list. I'll take the cuss out for you. You ain't even got to worry about it. Yeah. That's
2: good. I, I, I appreciate that. The Before IG we let S-S-S- you go,
0: <laughs> I got one more knife to twist on you. Oh, uh, okay. I got one more because we talked about the history of uh, Colts and Steelers, and we didn't talk about uh, the fumble on the one-yard line and Ben Roethlisberger just did a little something. You know, he ain't that fast, but he just wide enough to get in the way and slow it down. I'm and, reference
1: this game already.
0: And, <laughs> and with that happening, the Pittsburgh Steelers go on to win the Super Bowl. Miss Hall, you've been a pleasure. You've been a pleasure. <laughs> I can't
2: even say anything. Like, no,
0: <laughs> you, like no. you've, been, you've been such a great guest. We, 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 we Me and Trey, we appreciate you. And uh we, we keep in touch. Keep in touch. Yeah. And before we let yeah. you go, please plug your plug what you uh your social media, your show that you got going on. Plug it so the people can know where to find you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Twitter, it is at the Megan Hall, same thing on Instagram. Um, you can find me on TikTok, it's real life blue stories, so that's for my podcast. Same thing for YouTube, real life blue stories. Um, and then you can find me on coltswire.usatoday.com. So that's all my content, plus the rest of our staff.
0: Yeah. Real life
1: blue stories. No real, I got, no guys, I got it right. Real you life yeah. blue stories. Yeah, I, I, I apologize <laughs> for my unprofessionalism earlier in the show. But, but yes, yes. Um, the I'm going right. right. <laughs> to <a, I'm laughs> get that right. send them Uninterrupted. I'm going to get that right. <laughs> I'm gonna get that
0: right. It's all good. So. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, love. We appreciate. We appreciate you. And like I said, yeah, keep it. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. And uh, we'll see you on social media.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, peace. All right, thank you. Right, peace, yeah. peace. Uh, that was Megan Hall. Uh, you can catch her on Twitter, also uh, ColtsWire at USA.com, and the podcast Real Life Blue Stories. Got it right.
0: Megan. Yeah, man. Yeah, Got man. It
1: right. Got it right, man um
0: so we got to talk about the super bowl man uh um, we we, we do i I can't believe we went this far
1: (laughs) into a podcast yeah i I didn't think we was going to go this far but it's 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 cool though but i before we go to the super bowl i i did want to throw out there um aj green announced his retirement yesterday um from from my standpoint good riddance because the dude killed us in games over the years um, but I got a question for you, and I posted this on Twitter the other day. Um, is AJ Green a Hall of Famer to you? Yes, he's he in my he's
0: in my Hall of
1: Fame. Um, oh, look, Fame. he's okay. well, well, okay. no,
0: he's in the Hall of Fame. Look, ten thousand career yards. Um, what what was it like? Five to six seasons of a thousand yards, and then six out of seven. Um, before the injury hit, you you know, really, really hit. I guess
1: before he was on his way out of Cincinnati. Yeah, Yeah. right, right. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, so I mean, that's a in my mind, that's a Hall of Fame career as a wide receiver. Uh, First ballot, maybe not. Um, but but for certain, in my mind, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, he's in my Hall of Fame. Um, I posted it, and I and I and and clearly, I didn't tag you because you would have known my answer. Um. He's in my hall of fame for his bout with uh, Jalen Ramsey when Jalen Ramsey was a Jacksonville Jaguar. When ah uh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yoked him up.
1: Yeah, do a couple. That.
0: Of, I mean, he he punched a helmet, bro. He punched at a helmet. I, I, I remember that. You know,
1: so I, I remember that. And that's and and AJ Green, you know, ain't known to be you know yapping at niggas on the field. Like that's that Well, he one ain't do the, no talking. I know, but that's one of the quietest <laughs> dudes on the field, and. I, I saw that from him and i was like oh you must have did something like real like you must have really pissed this dude off because yeah, yeahs AJ, AJ green don't do that so okay so i'm i'm gonna take I, I got a different take on it um and this isn't my bias here because you know i root for the rival to the bengals but um i feel like in this today's NFL it's easy for receivers to get thousand or ten thousand yards receiving obviously if you play that long enough if you play 10 years 12 14 years that I feel like in this NFL today it's so much easy to get um 10,000 yards for your career not really? to say that not to not to say that he wasn't a beast or anything like that and I'll I'll throw some other examples out there Brandon Marshall who I thought was a beast you know the time that he played you know 10,000 receiving yards for his career but you know, the dude had, you know, and it's and it's to no fault of his own, but we never really got to see Brandon Marshall in the postseason because of the teams um that he played for. Um we've seen AJ Green in the playoffs, but you know, it was the Bengals, it was Marvin Lewis's Bengals. They never won when they got there again through no fault of AJ Green. Um, the one game I think I think against y'all where perfect hit the uh, AB that was the game that um they were supposed to win and it didn't happen. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's not um for wow. now because I I I don't because and look um and and I've I've noticed this too like there's a lot of receivers that's like in that top five and I'm and I'm talking about in the history of the NFL, Mm -hmm. Um, other than Jerry Rice. But you look at guys like T.O., Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, that are in that top five, top ten when it comes to yards and touchdowns and stuff like that. You know, a lot of those guys don't got rings. And, again, I'm not going to, you know, hold them not winning titles against them. Um, But it's, it's so hard for receivers to get into the hall. As we, you know, we've talked about in the past. It's so hard Is it? for them. I, I think it's, I think it's hard for receivers to get in. Like Isaac Bruce, it took, I guess, Isaac Bruce mad years to finally get in. It, sure. It took, it, you know, Torrey Holt, uh, another guy that I thought was a beast, you know, for a long time. Um, you know, it, it, it took him a while.
0: So, yes, um, it
1: does take a while.
0: Yeah. But when you were top five receiver for six out of the seven years, You were there, you know, in your in your stand. I don't think 10,000 yards, but 10,000 yards is not easy in a career for two reasons. One, because that that's under the assumption that you can get, let's say 750 yards a season. That's not easy. Um, This dude Mm -hmm. was getting 1000 yards every year up until his injury. Uh, outside of one year and when sure. in that one year that he didn't get it he had not, like 970 so uh, sure. uh so sure. 970 I'm sorry so mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I don't think um I don't think that that's uh I disagree with you I don't think there's no way in hell that receivers that it's easy for receivers um to get 10,000 I don't think that's easy I don't think that's okay. easy at all so I got at a question all. for you so I got sorry. a question
1: for you so you you putting Brandon Marshall in the hall of fame
0: yes Okay, not first ballot, uh, but yes,
1: sure, sure, sure. Um,
0: but AJ, and by the way, I'm not, I'm not putting AJ Green first ballot either.
1: No, I agree. No, nah, yeah. like if if you bring the argument to me and say he's a Hall of Famer, but he's not first ballot, I get that. I I, I get that. But Brandon Marshall, um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of somebody else. Um, the Jacksonville receiver from years ago, Jimmy Smith, um. Hall of Famers to you? Um
0: yes, honestly, yes. Okay. Honestly, yes. Yeah. Now I mean, obviously, now, obviously, and if we're just talking about statistically, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. um, because here's the the, the thing about it is, is that it's going to be difficult because um cast like Julio Jones is coming up uh at, at some point. You know, I know he right, didn't retire right. yet, but at right, some point right. cats like he's coming up. At some point. Antonio Brown is coming up, like these, like those right. type. Those it took
1: types Reggie of, Wayne some years, right? To get, like when you, you talk know.
0: about those types of talents, so mm-hmm. obviously it's going to take a little while for like as good as Brandon Marshall and and um, uh, AJ Green was, they weren't mm-hmm. quite right. Antonio Brown, Julio Jones level, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. So it's it's going. And I time. think
1: AB is, and I think AB first ballot. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, I, so, I think AB because he he did he and did I think something first ballot yeah i agree with too. I, I i think both those guys i think the and i guess the point i'm trying to get to is when i'm asking you these questions about other guys is is that i think antonio brown julio jones larry fitzgerald and who i think is the first yeah, ballot, first ballot. And, he, mm-hmm. and, and he and he better get in on the first ballot yeah. um
0: well he he's a dog he's what they call the media dollar he's definitely going first ballot like yeah. he did that done it he doesn't do anything wrong he did he he cooperates with the NFL. Like right, you know, like right, he's, right. yeah, we know he's
1: gonna be first bad. Sure, sure. Um, I think what separates and and, and Larry doesn't have t- a title either. Um I'm I'm just thinking about something that you do spectacular um throughout your career, aside from the numbers. So when I think about Larry Fitzgerald, I think about the playoff run in 08, where he just went Ballistic right before um, you guys have won the chip in weight I'm willing uh, to bet I can
0: count on my, I can count at least two 200 receiving yard games of AJ Green. At least two, two.
1: You said two, two hundred, two hundred yards. Yeah, like in a
0: game, in a single game where AJ Green had 200 yards. Okay, like uh, that's not that's not okay. The, yeah, and that's hard. And that's hard. I'm, that's about, hard. I'm about to and say it. Don't dare. no no no. no. Yeah. I'm
1: not. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just. Larry did it on the biggest stage. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Those two games you're referencing to AJ Green, that wasn't really on the biggest stage. That was a reg- I'm I'm assuming those are regular season sure. games that you're referring to. Larry did that on a playoff. Larry
0: Fisher had a 200 yard receiving game in the playoffs. No, 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 no. I'm, oh, you just I'm, saying I'm,
1: he balled out? I'm talking about the playoff run, and, yeah. and 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 to me that was that was probably one of the more legendary playoff runs from a wide receiver I've seen. Right. But you're also time.
0: but you're also putting Larry Fitzgerald in, you're not putting Larry Fitzgerald in the realm of AJ Green. You're putting Larry Fitzgerald in the realm of Julio Jones and Antonio Brown. Like that's, a, correct. that's, right, that's correct. Right, right, right. So yep. that's 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 kind of like a skewed argument because AJ Green is that second tier Hall of Fame type of receiver. He you know what I'm saying? Larry Fitzgerald, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, mm-hmm. um Andre Johnson, like the, those, the the dude dudes. Yeah. And and then there's that second tier of guys like the Brandon Marshalls. Yeah. Um, you know. Calvin
1: Johnson is first tier. Right. And he's, and know, he's already right. in the Hall right. of Fame. Right.
0: right. Yeah. He, right. He, so, a, yeah, that. that yeah, that's just a little, that's just a little different because um, A.J. Green, but A.J. Green, when he's, I mean, and then, and then to add to the argument,
1: mm-hmm. put A.J. Green with Kurt Warner. Mm-hmm. Speaking of um, the franchise, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco. yeah, Hall of is Hall he a Hall of Famer? One hundred
0: percent. But okay. again, I, on, I, I I agree. I yeah, agree with that. But, but he's on that second. He's high, but he's mm. on that second tier with the Brandon Marshall's and the AJ Greens.
1: So it sounds like what we're I guess the conclusion of this. It sounds like you get ten thousand receiving yards, you're a Hall of Famer. Is that like the threshold for that? Um,
0: I I I think so. I,
1: I I I can I can live
0: with that because because okay. yes because be honest when I when I looked at his stats I said oh ten thousand yards that's good that's okay. good and then I think about and then now my next thing is like I right, well moments I know how he cooked us how he's cooked us I know mm-hmm. how he's cooked y'all yep. you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying yep. so it like is he's there he's a dominant wide receiver uh, yep. again. Not with the up echelon, but he right. right up, right on that second tier. He's right on that mm-hmm. second tier. He was a top, uh, top five, top ten. Yeah, when he was in his prime, every year he was a top five, top ten every every year in his what
1: prime. What about a what about a cat like Derek Mason? Derek Mason's got ten thousand yes. yards received. Yes, he's running.
0: Yes, his run in Baltimore mm. was his.
1: Even as they like, he wasn't appreciated this, it. Yeah, yeah. I appreciated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, one hundred percent. Okay. Cause it's I mean, the, I think I think the art I think the thing is about it now is that because now they throw so much, yeah, you're going to get people who are going to get in the hall just for being able to catch the balls and being being dominant in their time. They're just getting they're getting more uh, targets. They're getting more targets. Yeah. So I can get how you might have might how you might have to how you might try to trivialize ten thousand yard. Not not saying you just. Not saying you're trivializing it, but like maybe that's not the accolade that it looks to be. Um, But quite frankly, it's only—it's not going to be a whole rack of receivers that dominate top five, top ten wide receivers for seven years.
1: Yeah, because Derek Mason—you wouldn't say Derek Mason was dominant. You would say when you look at his—he put up numbers he, I know he put numbers up, but I don't think you would say he's dominant. I think you would just say Derek Mason played so long that he was able to get them opportunities. And when he came to Baltimore, he was the number one, yeah. right? Like he, he was, he was the guy. So, but there was nothing like, um, like when I think about Derek Mason in the postseason, like there wasn't no like moments that he had on a bigger stage or even like in the regular season, he's made some, clutch catches for us, but when you think Derek Mason, you don't necessarily might put be the dominant yeah, might be you know, twenty category. Be, on. Right. Yeah.
0: Might be twenty years. So maybe Derek Mason is that third tier of Hall of Fame receiver. Like maybe we're kind of creating tiers as we go along right here. Cause the yeah. level that's in that second tier you didn't mention was
1: Anquan Bolton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anquan oh, yeah. Bolton is a Hall of yeah. Famer. Yeah, and that and that I agree with. Yeah. 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 Cause he, yeah, I mean, alongside Fitzgerald in that same postseason I referenced. Yeah. He he was doing the same too, and and even for us when we yeah. won the Super Bowl, dominant. So Steve Smith is a Hall of Famer. Steve Smith is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, I and I, I think Steve Smith's first ballot. Yeah. I, I I think that man. I mean, again for me, it's playoffs, biggest stage. That guy had moments, you know, when he played in the Super Bowl, and he. You know, he balled out in that Super Bowl. That yeah, just here. the fact so, that
0: the fact of the matter is, is there there are going to be a lot more wide receivers entering the Hall of Fame
1: because we're more of a passing league now. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. But don't you think and I'll, I'll I'll wrap it up with this question as we go, you know, 10 years from now where, you know, this this phenomenon of throwing the ball and targets increase. Um. Don't you think that threshold of ten thousand receiving yards is gonna change as we go um, along the way?
0: Maybe, maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe. That's, that's, I mean that's that's a that's a logical question. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm 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 thinking at some point. They might move that goalposts. Maybe it's not ten thousand. Maybe well, maybe that's
0: only us saying that ten thousand is the threshold.
1: I'm not, right. but I'm right. not just, but I'm not saying AJ Green
0: is a Hall of Famer just because of that threshold. Right. Again, he was a top. It's that, and he was a top five, top ten receiver. Yes, yes.
1: In his prime, mm-hmm. he just yeah. was. Yeah. All right. Well, shout shout out to the homie, man. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess we get to the Super Bowl. Um, so. I hope what, what, nobody what came think, to man? watch
0: our show for Super Bowl coverage because, damn,
1: y'all, y'all just sat through a whole hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there really much? Well, I don't want to say that there is not much to talk about because this is, this is one of them Super Bowls where it's like, yo, you know, this, this is one of them ones where, I mean, it can go either way. Like, there's no, to me that there's really not a huge, huge mismatch between these two teams. Um with well, that being said, for me, ahead. um it's it's fly Eagles fly for me. Um and 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 the reason is offensive line, defensive line, man. They they those units have been dominant all season long. Yeah. Um and then you look at the Kansas City side and you say okay Patrick Mahomes um he balled out against Cincinnati he 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 played that whole game on one leg and um I don't know what the expectation is you know people are saying well he should be healthier um you know for this game I don't know that necessarily he should be healthier for the game but I do know that this guy is going to show up and you're not going to kill this guy um, that easy, unless you know, unless you're the Buccaneers from a couple years ago. But, um, but you, you're not gonna. This guy's not going to go away. I mean, I could see this game coming down to a two minute drill, right? Like I could, I could see Mahomes with a chance to win it. I could see Jalen Hurts with a chance to win it. Um, but I, I think the trenches for me for Philly. Is what I've been saying. It's be the difference
0: all year. maker. What it's I've it's difference maker. Is what I've been. I mean, they legit rotate freaking eight, nine, ten people on their defensive line. <laughs> like they mm-hmm. they literally do that. Um according to the NFL script that was leaked online, the Philadelphia Eagles are gonna beat the Kansas City Chiefs thirty-seven to
1: thirty-four. I'm gonna put five dollars on that on that bet. <laughs> um yeah. I checked out what the money line on was that, by the way. So on the fan dude joint, it, it is plus Twenty thousand right now, so yeah, I'm I'm putting some money on that particular score, not necessarily like a parlay or anything. Yeah, I'm yeah. putting the money on this going to be the final score. So I'm telling you, if this <laughs> script leak if this script shit is real, <laughs> hey, and, and yeah,
0: hey, at least I'm gonna make some money off. Let me make some money off. Let of me right? make some motherfucking you know I'm money on, you know on the script leak. <laughs> thank God for the it, it, thank God for the internet. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to put 5 dollars on that just in case and 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 I, I will also do a uh a parlay, but um yeah, I'm going to yeah, do that for too. Sure. But I'm going to do sure.
1: I'm going to do a lineup too. I'm I'm, I'm going to do, yeah. do a fan duel lineup also for this for this game too. Yeah, for sure. Um so yeah. But I yeah, yeah. I, but I agree with you
0: that um look, man, and I would love to be wrong because if Patrick Mahomes wins this game, he balled his ass off. Let's be clear. Yeah, there's no other way. Oh, he, yeah. there's, there's no other way the Chiefs win this game. The yeah. only way the Chiefs win this game is Patrick Mahomes went ape shit. Magic. I'm talking 354 touch. Like he went crazy.
3: Yeah, that's the only yeah. way
0: I see them winning this game. Um, Philly's too good on both sides of the
1: ball. They're both just sides. too good. They're just the number- too good the number that stands out on that defensive line and and really that defense for that matter, 70 70 sacks, sacks. 70 sacks in a regular season, four guys with at least 10 plus sacks. Like that's that, that, that's crazy. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So um, I think it's going to be a great Super bowl though. I think it's going to be a great game.
0: Yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Jody knows breezy on Twitter but it's been fun uh, watching their timelines uh, all week. Uh, you know, Jody, obviously a Chiefs fan, and Breezy, an Eagles fan. It's been yep. fun watching them be so um, yeah. excited about their teams being in the uh, Super Bowl. So yeah. shouts out yeah. to them. Yeah. But shout out yeah, to Breezy,
1: she went to the uh, senior bowl to cover the senior bowl a few days ago okay yeah for doing that
0: yeah but for sure i mean for sure i definitely got philly winning um i don't i don't know if it needs Mm -hmm. too much more uh analysis but i definitely got philly winning and and i'm gonna go with and just because the script was
1: leaked i'm going 37 34 philly no doubt no doubt um oh i do want to make an announcement um steve wilks um steve Wilkes, uh defensive D, coordinator yeah. for the 49ers shout yes. out black man get that money shout out shout, shout out to him brian flores and i know you hate yeah. to lose him but yeah i do defense defensive coordinator for the vikings uh, and we just talked him. about it and we just talked about the vikings and
0: we talked about how they own oh, that this window is shrinking yep.
1: yep bring somebody in that's gonna fix
0: that defense i wish nothing but the best for brian flores yeah yeah
1: yeah no doubt no doubt um but um, for the Super Bowl, like we did last year, um, we're going to be doing a giveaway. I got one T-shirt left. That's the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast merch. It's a T-shirt. And I got a keychain also that I'm going to give away. Um, so, you know, for all y'all listeners that don't follow us on Instagram, um, you can follow us at Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. I'm going to post a Insta story question um the day before the Super Bowl um predict the correct score, predict the winner or if, or whoever's got the closest score to the final score. I'm going to send you guys a t-shirt and a keychain um by truly yours. So yeah. Um, for sure. So y'all, you know, y'all be on the lookout for that. Um one more thing, man, um quick thoughts on the Kyrie trade to Dallas. Um good. Good for them. Good for them. Um, they needed to
0: get get some of that pressure off of Luca. Mm-hmm. Um it might work, it might not work, but you 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 made a very good attempt at trying to get some of that pressure off. Um, do I think this is a a finals type of move? Yeah, but you're gonna need another piece. You know, it's not gonna just uh you yeah. Smith, losing Finney Smith is is an issue. He's a and Denwitty losing
1: then witty Yeah. Well, I, think,
0: I don't think losing then witty is that bad because then witty is kind of does what Kyrie does, but Kyrie does it better. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. He's just okay. He's okay. a scorer. He's a scorer. Okay. He like he handles the ball and he scores. That's what Denwitty okay. does. Yeah. So, okay. um, I I think that the the Dory Finney Smith loss is a bigger loss than, than witty, uh mm. because that's a that's uh defense perimeter defender.
1: That's a yeah. Um. The Mavericks still don't have a bench. Um, that That's a concern for me still. And I get that Lucas has got help. Kyrie's going to provide the help. Um, but, like you said, if you're Dallas, you're in the Western Conference, there's really nobody that, you know what I mean? It's like, wide open. The, the Warriors, like, Steph it's is wide out. open. Steph is out for a few weeks. We, like... You know, do we really believe in the Nuggets? Do we really believe in Memphis? Do we really believe in uh, the Pelicans? Oh, like, And they we, on a slab. You know, right, right. The, the Suns, like, do we really, yeah,
3: you know what I mean? It's even, wide though the open. Sun's,
1: even though the Suns got there a couple years ago, like, still. Oh, know. I told you I don't believe the
0: Suns no more. Uh, after, uh, Luka de- after Luka dealt with him game seven, I don't believe it. Unless they go get Kevin Durant. Which has been in the, in the room, yep, mill. That, that's that's been a possibility I don't, there. I don't believe the Suns. I don't believe them.
1: Um, well, I'm 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 not gonna go that far. They did go to a finals, and you know that that, that, they that got game seven did too. That that game seven was more about CP three and Booker not showing up in the biggest game of the series. Like, so
0: why we believe them? Because they didn't show well, up.
1: Why they, we believe them then? You you think that's going to happen again? I, I don't think that's. And they happen also again. And,
0: and also Luca was there. Let's be clear.
1: No, yeah. I I get it, oh, but yeah. Luca Luca's always there. Like yeah. that's yeah. Like, like I'm not trying to take anything away from Luca. That's what I expect from Luca Doncic. But yeah, I don't, I don't expect sons. I don't expect Chris Paul and Devin Booker and I forget what the numbers were, but
0: they
1: got beat. They, they got beat handily. They got In their game ass seven, kicked, in game seven, yeah, I don't believe they got, them. They got their ass kicked. I bruh. don't believe them. I don't. That's an anomaly. To me, that's an anomaly. I, I, I just don't see that, that. I don't see that bad of an ass whooping by them again. So you got to, you can see the sun. I mean, like, if, like if they lose, like if they lose. A game seven. By I'm just like talking about them going to the points. finals because they're they're
0: still in it, the finals. Everybody says the Suns. Sure, finished. sure. I I, I don't I believe it. them. So do you sure. believe you think they can go to the finals in I
1: think your they mind? Can go to the finals. Yeah. I think okay. they can go to the finals. Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna get beat bad like they did. But yeah, I, I think they could go to the finals. And like you said, West is wide open. Wide man. open. I agree with that that is wide open. It's I do agree open. that it's wide open. And and, and the only
0: star the, and the only star in the Western Conference that I trust right now. It's
1: Luka Doncic. Mm, Okay, interesting. And Steph Curry, but he's... And Steph Curry. Yeah, I was going to say, like, because if if Golden State gets in the final eight, and if they're like a six seed or seven seed, like, would it shock me if they went to the finals as a six seed, seven seed? No, it it wouldn't shock me. Um, But I I think think what Golden State has, um, not to turn this into a Golden State conversation, but... There, there clearly is some issues on that team. I mean, yeah. it, it clearly something going on there. So, um, but yeah, we we gonna see, man. And and on the Brooklyn side, um, yeah. I, look, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get Kevin Durant
0: about it, man. They, I heard a story. I saw. I saw. I did see a story today, though. Even though I said something about Phoenix, I did yeah. see a story that where Slim said uh, the owner said, "Nah, we we nah, he ain't going nowhere." Yeah. yeah. And, and that and that they're gonna, out. and that they're Brought gonna go out. in and have a conversation about what they could be doing better and uh, like basically what they did in the summertime. This just right, happened right. in the summertime, so it's like, bro, like, like stop holding them, stop holding them captive, bro. Just yeah. gonna let them go. Yeah, exactly. Just it, gonna let them exactly. go, bro. Like you just got rid of his mans and and, and look, granted, truth be told, he wanted to go. He wasn't really giving you a whole bunch of play on the court anyway. All right, go ahead, let him go, see what you can get, and they did get pieces for him. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, but not necessarily championship pieces, but good pieces that you can kind of build right. on until your next star comes. Yes. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, right. man, just go, on, just go on, go on, go on to go, go, cut ties, man. Your, the experiment didn't work. It didn't uh, work. It's a
1: failure. Yeah, yeah, it didn't it's, work. It's, it's 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 a failure. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, Stephen A. alluded to keeping an eye on the Celtics. Um, yeah, I saw that. I, I I'm not so certain about that. Um, uh-huh. that, that conversation we did have that conversation earlier the know, season. I know, I know, I know, but I, I I'm not so certain. Like why? Like again, that's the that's the team you got to go up against. Like that's the like that's what the rival. That Who that's cares the about rival. That? You keep I, saying I that. It. I get it, but why? Like, why? Because I want to make you nowhere. better, and I gotta go through you. We ain't going nowhere, as Brooklyn. We not going nowhere. Uh, well, look, if 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 people look, do people still say KD when he's healthy? Best in the game, best in the world. I do. Okay, hey, if you healthy, ride ride the season out, see what happens. Why? Wow. Well, that, that's never been. That's, see, that that hasn't see, been. See a, what happens? That hasn't been his history, though. I, I get it, but. See what happens. I don't want. I'm not. I'm the best. But maybe, I'm not maybe, the best. maybe Middleton is not what he was a couple of years ago. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe the Celtics. Maybe they take a, you know a, a step down. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Philly. Yeah. Do nah. we trust James Harden? Like, come on. If if I'm Brooklyn, hey man, stand back.
0: KD, KD might not be trying to hear none of that shit you' talking stay, about. He, KD might be saying, "Hey, I'm trying to get a chip. The easiest way I can get it. I'm already that nigga."
1: Well, I'm you know. already that nigga. If he look, if, if you and I know, if they somehow get to the finals with this roster here, um, and and let's be clear, Dinwiddie's on this team now. Yeah. He's back on the Nets. Finney Smith is on the Nets. Yeah, they still got Seth Curry. They still got Nick Claxton. Um, their bench, I kind of like their bench a bit. Um, ride the thing out, see what happens, man. I mean, you, you never know when it's you know you just. You just never know. I don't think there's a is there a is there a dominant team in the East right now? Yeah, like, I mean, I don't like,
0: know who's uh, I don't even know, bro. You're asking the wrong person, right? right now. You, I'm not right. even locked in so, right now. I'm not, right. I'm, just, I'm saying because I'm not even locked in right no, now.
1: No, I know, but yeah. you, 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 but you, I'm saying you're right. You're like even with you not seeing what's going on, you're right. Like I don't think there's a like there's no there's not a dynasty in the East right now. I mean, I get Milwaukee's got the chip already. You know, I get Boston's been there last year, but come on, it's I I, I think if Brooklyn, yo Stampad, let's see what happens. You know, and he's locked into what four year deal, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see yeah, what happens for sure. Um, shout out to um I fo- I forgot to shout out Chief Raka in the Facebook Live chat. Was good, man. Appreciate you uh, coming in with us. Uh, also, everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Twitter live and YouTube live. Make sure y'all continue to follow us on the platforms. Um you, y'all can check us out on our Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Um if y'all got questions or comments, you want to email us. It's barbershop sports talk one at gmail.com. And uh drop us a review. Um if you listen to us on any of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, drop us a re- uh drop us a review, let us know what you think. Um and you know that I'll, I'll be good with that. Um, hey man, looking forward to this weekend, man. Uh, yes, sir. To next week. Now we recording on Monday or no, nah, bro. Cause I it, um, I, I had to bring I hate to be
0: breaking fourth wall, but I need to know. Cause
1: uh, yeah, I'm 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 working on that. Right, <laughs> I, but, right. I'm, but I'm but I'm but I'm I'm ninety nine percent say because it's Valentine's Day
0: on Tuesday. I, I'm just telling you, my no, kids ain't you- having it. I my got kids you. ain't having it. I ain't got no date except for my you. kids, but they ain't having it. I, I I got you. I got
1: you, my G. All right. <laughs> I got you, homie. All right, folks. Y'all have a, a rest of a you know, a good week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll be back next week to recap it. Peace, one love, and mind own business. And drink some water.